All right, guys, I'm here today with Rebecca Axler of RTG Designs. Thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. Well, that's the spirit. That, I feel like <laughs> so Rebecca just finished like what, a two-day installation in, in uh, what's in it called? Muskoka. Yeah. yeah. So you're it like was, having a real struggle right now. Honestly, yes, I am. It was really, really draining. Really draining. More draining than I thought I could ever be. I'd never done an install that was that intense, that quick, and out of town. The out of town element was draining. Yeah. So, what's the? It, deal? Went, it went really well. Good. It just, I it, saw it was, on it was your Instagram it, um, that you you did the furnishing and decorating in this one, right? You didn't do the. Art. I did not. I didn't do any of the design. I only did the decoration. So it was actually it was a unique project. My client's um, cottage burnt down. Oh my god! And they rebuilt as a family. Yeah. So it's it was I was working with siblings. And the siblings all have partners, but I wasn't. So it was very unique. So the reveal yesterday was to the siblings. Oh so, you know, it's, if you have siblings, the sibling dynamic is an interesting one. Yeah. So it was actually a dream job. It was okay. a dream job. And I, I wasn't necessarily 100% sure how it was going to go because of siblings and, you know, more cooks in the kitchen. Because normally as a designer, everyone knows that every designer can relate to having oh, to yeah. mediate a lot between yeah. spouses or partners or whatever. So this was interesting, but it was actually honestly so great because I said to them yesterday, I feel like everyone was 95% happy, but I kind of just had to say, if you don't like a pillow or if you don't like something when you're at the cottage, cause not everyone can fit at the same time. Yeah. You just put that pillow in the cupboard and pretend yeah. it doesn't exist. Like we can't, we have to just keep, we had to just keep moving forward. Yeah. So honestly, it looks amazing. It's stunning. It's like my dream bungalow. And you furnish the, you furnish the entire space down to like window treatments, like surface yeah. styling. How long did this project take? So it was actually quite delayed. Oh, when did it start? Like a, probably about a year ago. Oh, wowzers. Okay, you know yeah. what? Thank so, you for saying that. I feel better. Okay, that's great to hear. Well, was, they were supposed to be in in May. Things got delayed, you know, yeah. weather, Muskoka. I think that it's also hard, and I say this to my clients that are in Toronto, that they need to be checking in on their jobs to make them go faster because I'm obviously going a lot. But if you're out of sight, out of mind, I think that things tend to go a little bit slower and, like, you know, they really want to make this place just right. And I think that the architect and the builders had it a lot harder than I did mm-hmm. um, with those small tweaks. Those tweaks are more important. Those aren't as easily changeable. Like I think yeah. I understood that a pillow can go in the closet or if, you know, the sheets eventually are going to need to get replaced. So yeah, we did. I decorated five bedrooms, a den, living room, dining room, kitchen. And then we did like I did bathroom accessories and things like yeah. that, window coverings, all the patio furniture. It was the whole cottage, which was really, oh really fun. Yeah. yeah. So, okay, this is like of interest to me because I'm doing the same thing and I'm like part of the design for a new build in Picton. And now we've Amazing. moved on to the furnishing phase. Yeah. So because the thing was, did you use a receiver, I'm assuming? Yes, Exactly. How long did the receiver end up housing the furniture because it was delayed and stuff? Or did you like time it perfectly? Um, we started receiving, so I knew it was going to be delayed. Yeah. So I basically, I tried to time it as best I could, but to be honest, they, it wasn't that bad and they did such a wonderful job and they checked every single thing. And yes, pardon. Sorry. Who do you use? Mittman. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think most designers use them. And I honestly, I, I use them for my own move. I use them for all my client moves. They did mm-hmm. such a wonderful job. They were so amazing to deal with. The team that we had was amazing. Um, it was two trucks, five movers, and they hustled. And there was, there was a couple of very tense moments for me. So, oh God, it's so it scary, scary, right? Yeah. So did they, the, their part of the job was just a one day thing there and back the same day? Or yeah, they- Dar- 14 hours, Dame. It, it didn't end up being 14 hours, but they're only allowed to work for 14 hours. And okay. We, and there was a driver who was actually taking like sleep breaks and 
it was great. It was honestly great. But at one point I had to sign my life away because I knew the sofa had to go around the back, but there was uh-huh. a lot of water coming off the house. <gasps> and they, I like, they basically made me sign that yeah. if anything happens to the couch, it's on me. But there, I knew that I knew the sofa had to go in the back doors. It was not going to turn to get into the front. Um, but yeah, we were, it was, it was great. And we, it was basically the cottage isn't hundred percent ready yet, but it was now or never Yep. because otherwise I would have had to wait until April probably with the winter. Yeah. I also had to sign to say that if they get stuck in the snow or they fall in a ditch, it's on us to tow them out. So, and my clients knew, like I I told my clients and it was honestly, it was perfect weather and it was totally fine. And everyone was unbelievable. Um, the only thing I felt sad, I brought a case of water. The only thing I felt sad about is that you couldn't order pizza or do anything up there. Should have, should have had some more snacks for them. They worked really hard. Really, really hard. Well, that's a good little takeaway. There's a good little, like, you know, nugget nobody would ever think of. Right. Yeah. So, um, okay. So I'm going to back up for a hot second then. Can you just explain? Cause I actually don't really know your deal. Like how long you've been in business, like where you went to school, like, did you work for a firm? So can you tell us a little bit yeah. about that? Absolutely. So I've, for as long as I remember, have always wanted to do this. Yeah. My parents actually built our house when I was 12. Okay. And like, I know at that point I already was very interested in decorating I don't think I knew exactly what that meant yet, but yeah. I was very in, and I, I wanted to be very involved with them doing our house. I didn't really get a lot of say, but I, I wanted to. Did you say 12 when you were I was, 12? I was 12. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I sort of always knew that I wanted to do that. And then I can't remember when, um, but I had heard about Parsons in New York. And I think probably around the age of like 15, 16, when you started to think about where you wanted to go to university, I started calling, I don't remember, I don't, there was like, maybe it was on the internet. I can't remember. Was the (laughs) internet even a thing then? No, not really. Like it had basically (laughs) just started. Yeah. I don't like, I I remember getting ICQ when I was like, I was talking about ICQ last night. Oh my God. So internet was a thing, but I don't remember. I don't know if I went on Parsons website and I basically, I got every year I would go on and I would get their brochures. I wanted, I heard, I had heard about this school and I had gotten, I got their brochures every year and I just was very interested and I don't remember how or why I had heard about it. And then, you know, I did it. I went to university in Canada um, I actually went to a university thinking that maybe I would do architecture, but that was like dead from the, like dead from the get go. I never was going to do it. I was way too into having fun. Yeah. Um, and then I sort of, I switched and I did my last year of school at an art school and I'm, I don't want to say I'm a bad artist because I'm not, but I'm not an artist. I can draw someone I can draw better than somebody who can't draw at all. But I went to school and I was like, you know what? This is a good chance for me to get things to put in my portfolio because I'm not the kind of person who is going to draw or take photos on my own. Yeah. I got sort of like a portfolio going. And then I, after university, applied to a bunch of design schools. So how old are you at that point? 22. Oh, Wow. Maybe 22, I applied to a bunch of design schools um, and I got into Parsons and I was lucky enough to get to go. And how many years was that? It was, I did um, an an applied degree. So it was a one year intensified degree, 12 months. That's amazing. Uh, I would have liked to have done it more, but. Yeah. Okay. So what happens after school? So during school, I also was doing an internship and then I got a job right out of school, right out of school. I started working in New York. Oh my Amazing. God. And I was 26, 27. And it was, <laughs> unbelie- it was unbelievable. And I was working for like, I didn't know at the time, well, I think like social media, it wasn't a thing then. Yeah. So, um, at the time, I work like now what the person I worked for is one of like architectural digest top 100. And I worked, Who we is worked it? on Can the we most, say? Uh, it's, 
no, we didn't say it. Russell Groves. Okay, cool. And, um, and then, you know, like I had an amazing internship and we just worked on these banana houses and it was crazy. And it was every stereotypical New York sort of like, don't cry. You better work hard. You better work long hours and we're going to treat you badly. And what did you do when you start? Were you like a design assistant or what yeah, were was, you doing? I was, were you like in, I was in, yeah, I was a design assistant and I was doing everything. And I honestly learned, I didn't work there for that long. Cause that was act, that was also in what, 2008 when, um, everything was happening in like with the recession and all of that and everything shutting down New York and things going crazy. So yeah. And then I, I really like, I learned so much there and then I lost my job mm. and I worked for another design firm and then they shut down. So I lost oh, wow. my job again. And then I, I ended up working for doing event design. Oh, really? At and that you're point, still like, in New York at I'm this still point? in New York. And I, you have like a working visa going on or something. Yeah. So if you go to school in the States, you get a visa automatically. Oh, okay. For a few years. So I was using that and then I definitely was working illegally for a second. Um, <laughs> just a sec. Okay. Just a sec. Um, <laughs> I ended up working for an event design company and that was so, I, I honestly, I have always been interested in both and it wasn't, yeah. I liked the fast paceness. I liked that people weren't agonizing about a pillow trim. Um, it was really fun and we were doing incredibly high end weddings and my boss was one of the editors of Martha Stewart wedding and it was just crazy. Dude, that's and It was really fun. And then I moved back to Toronto. Didn't know what I was going to do. Cause again, was I going to do, I, I thought maybe I was going to keep with event design, mm-hmm. um, but it's not New York. It was harder. You know, there's a lot, a lot of amazing planners and things here, but they don't, they have very small teams. Yeah. Uh, and then I ended up working for a bit here and then I ended up going out on my own and sort of, I basically just sent a mass email to everyone I knew saying, please take a chance on me. I mean, and when you say everybody knew you knew, do you mean like your friends, family, friends and family, friends and family. And then my first job was actually for a good friend's half sister. And how, what was that experience like? Was it a good, okay, well, I mean, you're not going to. No, it was great. It was honestly (laughs) great. It was lovely. It was great. Um, What did you do for her? We changed her existing dining room into a, like a more kid-friendly homework area slash office slash um, front entrance way. And then I did a couple other things for her, like pillows for her living room. Mm-hmm. Um, and then from that, and then another good friend of mine was doing a new build and came to me and was like, listen, we're on a budget. This is how much I have to give you. And it wasn't very much. And I said, great. And I did the whole house and all the decorating. And I was working on the side. I've always, I don't know. I always have had side hustles and things. When you say yeah. working on the side, like not doing design, like something else? No, I was working on the side for a designer doing design and working in a store twice a week. I was just doing whatever I could. I knew yeah. I wanted to be a designer, but I think any, I think anyone who tries to get into it can tr- relate. You need to have the right people and the right trades to work with. You can't just go for it. It's hard unless you know the direction you need to go to. So mm-hmm. I think that it's sort of, you know, like I was, I helped a friend with the, do a new belt. And he had a lot of connections. So, you know, like he said, you know, this is where we should go to do window coverings. And I didn't have a window covering person. And that window covering person is still my window covering person. Right, yeah. Right? Yeah. So there's just things like that. Or he said, I heard about these three places to get windows or whatever. And I was like, mm-hmm. okay, great. And it was just sort of, I went to all three places and I learned a lot. And I, you know, I have designers message me on Instagram now or people who are looking to change careers someone messaged me this week and basically said, I think her deal was I'm a stay at home mom. I'm going to go home back. I want to go back to work. I don't know what she did before. And I, I want to be a decorator or a designer or whatever. And she's like, do you like, where did you go to school? What do you think I should do? And my advice was sort of start a design Instagram. Yep. Do anything you can for work. Like, yep if you can redo something in your house or be a friend or whatever you can, no matter what it is, do it for free. 
Yeah. Or do it for nothing. And I told her to go work in a store that's design related or maybe she's going to take an internship. I have no idea. Obviously, I I think internships have an association with being very young. I don't know how old she was. Yeah, Um, yeah. (laughs) totally. But I think you have to. I think you do have to do whatever whatever you can. is supported by Ultra Lux Linens. That's right, guys. Ultra Lux is a over 5,000 square foot showroom. It's got everything that you need when it comes to your linens, your fabrics. It carries Kravit, JF Fabric, Allendale, and to answer your question that I know you're thinking, it's the same. You're going to get the same designer rate you'd get if you went direct to any of those lines. What's great also is Jacqueline, the owner, who, by the way, has been a designer, decorator for over 20 years. Anytime I find out about a new fabric, I always email her first, whether it's like, you know, we're following each other on our stories and we we happen to see a story and you catch a glimpse of a fabric and you might make out the name. So I email her and I find out whether or not she can get it. And she's always going to at least reach out to the to the vendor and see if that they can actually carry it. They also have, let's see, wall coverings, rugs, hardware. I just received my hardware for my office. I'm going to hang all of my cute little fabric samples on there uh, so I can easily access them. It's going to be a little feature, but also super functional. But I got those the other day. Beautiful antique brass love. Uh, She also, I did not know this until probably a few months ago, and I'm so glad I get to share this with the world. She also does sheets and towels towels guys you can go into her showroom you can she tells you the brand she cut she carries I'm trying to think of what they are don't remember off the top of my head but she carries a bunch of them you can go on the websites and see the different patterns that you might want she has samples of all the different colors so when you're actually designing a bathroom you can actually just have some samples with you that you can be pulling and making sure you're getting it you're not going to West Elm Crate and Barrel trying to find that right color for your for your bathroom you can get it all from one place and you can present it to your client when you present everything else. It's so efficient. She has a private label bedding company called Sugar Baker. She also carries other bedding. They have some some custom furniture as well. And the most exciting part is that they just launched, I think it was a few months ago, probably half a year ago. It could be lying about that. A workroom. Uh, they do drapery. They do Roman shades. That's the same thing as drapery. They do, uh, they do pillows. I've gotten pillows done from her as well. So guys, if you want help with your whether it's drapery or finding the right fabrics or wall coverings or whatever, any of the things I just said, then you need to reach out to them. You can go to ultraluxlinens.com or find them on Instagram. Or if you're in the GTA or going to be in the GTA, go to the International Design Center, TIDC in Mississauga, second floor, suite 202. And make sure if you don't tell them that Michelle sent you from Real Talk Design, Well, nothing's going to happen because I cannot enforce you to say it, but I really love it if you did because then she will know that you heard about them from me. You will not be disappointed, guys. I think when you're starting out, you also need to, you know, share inspiration pictures that you like, style little things, take pictures of restaurants, like start all of that. Absolutely. Like start sharing your point of view and figuring out, I find too, even just like when you start doing that, you don't totally know what your point of view is or what your aesthetic is or whatever. And it just, you have to start putting something out there in order to evolve that in general. hundred percent. And I don't, I totally think I it changes. I think know. it, sh- no, I totally agree. I think yeah. it changes too. And, and I think, sorry. I think your style, I think per, I personally think your style can change and adapt yeah. and, you know, you're always as a designer and with social media and through talking to other people and like travel or whatever, you're, you see so much. Mm -hmm. I don't think it's as cut and dry as my style is black and white or my style is transitional or whatever label you want to put on it. Like our clients, we always say to them, I always try to get to know their style. Mm -hmm. And there are some people where I say, you know what, listen, I don't think it's a style fit. Because yeah. I think it's amazing. And I think that we get all of our business from Instagram and word of mouth. And a lot of times, I all, one of the questions I always ask too is, have you looked at our website? Yeah. Have you looked at social media? Do you think our styles will mesh? And some people haven't. I, it's and shocking. <laughs> and they're really just looking, they're really calling me because their friend used me or said, they, like, said I was nice or yep. said it, whatever. And so true. It's, I always ask. 
Yeah. I always make sure that they've looked at me because we we're catering more to the client at this point. So we have lots of different styles, right? Absolutely. If, if, if my client says that they want a purple kitchen, I don't want a purple kitchen in my house, but if mm-hmm. that's a, a deal breaker for them and I think that we can make it look good, then we will. If I don't think we can make it look good, then we're not going to do it. Yeah. And I'm going to tell them the reasons why, but I'm trying to make their dream has a reality. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I think it's true though. Like ultimately there's a lot of designers out there. I mean, there's no reason why you can't find somebody whose body of work you like number yeah. one, number two, also that you connect like on a personal level. Cause that's obviously important, but it's like, we're just going to be pulling teeth. If you want, and I keep going back to this, like I had somebody contact me for like steam. Like I, when I went to their inspo, it was like steam house pump weird shit. And I'm just like, it's <laughs> like, just not going to work. Like find yeah. somebody who like wants to do some weird stuff and find the weird designer for you or whatever that is. Right. So, but it's shocking how many people do not just don't know where like somebody told them. And it's like crazy to me, but so how many years have you been on your own then? When did you so, have that first client that was your sister-in-law's, whatever we said it was, sorry. That was 2013. And then I think I've only been on my own, my own own with no other form of income. Yeah. Three years, four years. I'm so bad with Same. putting dates to things. Um, Same way. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, when people are like, oh, that was 2012. I'm like, was oh, it? I know. I can't, I don't know. I don't know when I graduated. I don't know what year, or... like off the top of my head, I don't know what year I met my husband. Like I, yeah. I, I would have to look at a calendar and like circle back. Yeah, I'm That's the not same, my I'm thing. The, I know, I'm the exact <laughs> same way. Okay, so right at this point then, how many, like do you have people that work for you on the regular? Do you have employees? Do you have a contractor? Like not contractor, people that are on contract to work? So like how does, I, I, have, do... I have one assistant. Okay. Um, I've had several assistants. I've had several interns. Um, but right now I have one steady assistant. Um, she's pretty flexible. She doesn't work for me full time. She's a contract employee. And for now that's good. We're trying to figure out, or I'm trying to figure out like our next moves. I think in the next year, I kind of need to decide if I'm going to scale up mm-hmm. or if I'm good where I am. Mm-hmm. part of it has to do with the fact that I'm doing a major renovation in my own home and I'm, and I'm, yeah. So I had been previously to that. I had been, I had out, I had a home office Mm -hmm. and I'd really outgrown it. And I I had been looking for a new office for an office space to rent for maybe a year and a half, not seriously, seriously, but Cause I'm sure you can relate. Like you need the right lighting. I needed parking. I had a big wish list, and I, I wasn't desperate, desperate, but, um, I was looking for an office and I, I never, fa- basically the house came before the office. So I'm going to do, hopefully it's going to be a badass office in my home and there's a side entrance and Oh, nice. It should be good, but yeah. we'll see. I think I sort of need to see how long that's going to last or if I want to hire more people. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not a good boss for anyone listening who would like to work with me. Oh yeah. Please inquire with her. You know, <laughs> not accepting resumes. <laughs> no, I, I don't know. Uh, what do like, you mean? Uh, Is it hard for you to delegate? What make, what do you make? Yeah. Say that? It's very hard for me to delegate. Um, yeah, you. and it's, it, you know, at the end of the day, and I actually said this to my husband yesterday, cause he, he was saying something about like a job he did a few years ago. He's like, cause I got home from my, um, install and I basically was so stressed I was like I'm so tired we can't talk right now um and and I was like it's different for you because it's all on me right so if if if, if my assistants make a mistake which happens and honestly I'm like in that like there have been mistakes Mm -hmm. and I'm super easygoing because you know mistakes happen yeah but it's on me to catch them yeah. So it's, it's really not, I, I, I feel like I can't fault them because it's my mistake. I oh, didn't catch it. It is. It's like, so in that, like, it's hard for me to delegate. Yeah. I think we're still working out. Is it um, a she? Or I'm, it's a she. I'm, we're still working out. <laughs> um, what that role is. Yeah. Stuff? And I think that she likes 
well, she'll, I'm sure she'll listen to this so she can tell me, um, you know, one day we do one thing, the next do, day we the other, do the other thing. Like she likes, I think that it's not always the same, mm-hmm. but I think down the road, I would like it to be more like, okay, maybe I have two assistants or whatever. And like, yeah, you're doing this and that you're doing all the presentation boards and you're doing the bu- budgets and you're doing the cat. Yeah. Like she's doing it all. Yeah. Which is she's hard kind of, to find somebody who can do it all and do it all really well. Right. Like it's, yeah. And I think because she's, well, she's not even that new anymore. You know, I'm just still trying to figure out what, where her strengths are and I'm trying to test her out and everything. So what, what, like, what is the, what type of stuff does she do? Like, she does a lot. She's very, she's good at presentations. As so in putting does, them together and making putting, sure. Yeah. So I'll do the sourcing. She'll sometimes do some sourcing too. And then we'll fine tune it. She'll put the presentations together, label everything. And then um, I've had her like do our, do budgets for the clients, you know, get all the pricing, do orders, do CAD, do elevations, do floor plans, do measures. Okay, so it sounds like she is like a, a designer. She's not like she's a designer herself. Not, not, she's not a gra- yeah, she's okay. a graphic designer. Okay. So her background's in graphic design, and then she wanted to she reached out to me with wanting to do a career change, and she did classes in CAD, but she doesn't have oh. a degree. But got she's got it. a design mind. So I think okay. another thing for me that I've like, I think that not everyone can adapt to the style of the person they're working for. Mm-hmm. And she's, she's good at it. I've had other designers who they have a style and that's their style. And I'm like, yeah. but this is my style and you have yeah. to get in the mindset of what I want. It's so funny you say that. Cause that's something I've been thinking about too. It's like, if, if going forward, like I don't have anybody right now, but if going forward, I do have like, I'm trying to fill that role and they are not just like an admin for me. I would have them put together mood boards and like, so, and like style shelves for me so that I can see kind of like, cause I agree. I think you do like the brand is Michelle Bennett. The brand is like your aesthetic and you don't want, if you're going to pass off sourcing to somebody, you want to come back with what you might've picked already or even better and not be like, well, that's not it. Go back. And now you're spending a bunch of money going back, going back, going back. Yeah. It's the same thing with like a client hiring you and not meeting your aesthetic. You were just making everything hurt. Yeah. A hundred percent. And I think that your assistant needs to have, be able to put herself in the mindset of not only me, but the client, but I also find, I love the collaboration process. Mm-hmm. I, even with, in terms of my own house, everyone, I was like, Oh, you're so lucky. You're doing your own house. It's going to be exactly what you want. Are you finding it hard? You know, cause we're designers are exposed to so much. There's so many yeah. beautiful things. And I, I could take my house 800 different ways. And no matter which way I take it, I'm sure it's going to be amazing. Yeah. But my husband is my client. Yeah. Oh, God, dude. I feel you, man. And he he has opinions. And honestly, I'm grateful for them. And he always feels bad. And he feels like I'm compromising on what our house is going to be like. And I'm like, you know what? There's too many options. Like, I appreciate you saying to me, I hate, this is, I just figured out, he hates all things silver, chrome. Yeah. I had no idea. I don't think he knew either, but when we yeah. were looking for plumbing fixtures. So what does he like? He like likes gold. Brushed? Oh, does gold. he? Black. Shocking. Yeah. But I, I actually really like, um, like I wanted more silver. Yeah. I like That's it all. so funny. Yeah, yeah. But, and I, you know, I have the opportunity to sort of show different things and I'm going to yep. try to, but, and he's good. He's good. He'll let me do what I want in the end. But, you know, mm-hmm. I, I like that he's, pointing me in the direction of something. And it's also been amazing because there's so many hours in the day. In the day and I, like, there's so many people I want to meet. There's so many stores I want to go to. There's so many new suppliers I want to go see. And it's been so wonderful because on Saturdays, <laughs> we're like a full, on Saturdays, we will go look at a window manufacturer yeah. or I'll take him to the stone yard or yeah. It's been so great because like all these, it's so, you know. Now you have somebody to do with on a Saturday, yeah, and, right? And he's, he's super into it, which That's I love. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And it's funny you said that I was talking about this whole thing about sometimes 
it, it is better to be working in a box within constraints and whether it's a budget constraint or, you know, whatever it is, because otherwise too many possibilities means you're never going to get anywhere, which is so true. So constraints are definitely a good thing. I agree. I like guidelines. I give all my clients a questionnaire when mm-hmm. we start and I can't remember how many questions it is, 13 or something. And it, it's nothing. I think they're always overwhelmed by it. And I've had a couple of clients say, I'm not filling it out. And I'm, what do you say to that? They don't fill it out. And it's been totally fine. And to be honest, that's more of a, that's always my older clients. Yeah. Anyone who's in and around our age is happy to fill it out. And it's nothing. It's very, I'm like, it's kind of juvenile questions. Some of them like, what's your favorite color? And yeah. is there any co- if there's a color that you hate, please tell me. Mm-hmm. It's not a waste of time. We, right? I don't want to show you things that you're going to hate. If you... And, you know, it just sort of sparks the, oh, you know what? I, I hate floral. I didn't even realize. Yeah. Please don't mini flower pillows. And sometimes I still will because I'm like, you know what? This is cool. And if they'll go for it, let's, that would be amazing. And it's like edgy flower or whatever. And it's yeah. not, that's just an example. But yeah. But I, I think it's really important to get to know your client. And I really say to them. Anything you see, you're walking down the street, you're walking by somebody's house, you like the outside, please take a picture and yeah. send it to me. Yeah, that's a great I don't want, I don't want, to, I don't want to copy people's thing. I have also had clients who, ha, who have oh. neighbors who have beautiful homes, beautiful homes, and have say, I, I want their bathroom. I want their this. And I'm like, well, I can give you something like it, but I'm not flat out copying that. Like, yeah, it's stunning. It's beautiful, but... Why do you want the exact same bathroom? Why would you pay me good money when you could just go to her house and try (laughs) to find all the exact same things that she like, I know it's, it is very, that's totally happened to me too. And, and it is happened execution. And I'm just like, well, I didn't design this. I just basically, we had done her whole house and she fell in love with like an Instagram photo and she just wanted it. And I was like, well, okay. But I mean, this is never going to be photographed this is not, I did not design this. <laughs> like I just executed it. This is also like an early client. So like now I would probably be better at pushing back a bit on that, but, but it's crazy. Um, so how many clients do you generally like to have at any given time? Michelle, I don't even want to say because I am. How many do you have right now? A lot. Scared. What is a lot? Here's the problem. And I'm okay. sure you, I'm sure the same thing happens with you. It's the. Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> if there's too many clients coming at me, no, <laughs> no, but sorry, go ahead. Um, I'd say full on. I'm turning around right now to look at my binders. I was wondering if that's what that was. There's suppose there's more than that. Um, the problem is the lingering. Oh, the stragglers. I call those the problem. And it's not, I, I want, so we do full service until the yeah. end. So then, but there's always, there's always straggling at the end you need a piece of art. We're still looking for one last thing. I try, we try to do everything all at once, yeah. but there are always a couple things there. And that's totally fine. So I think overall right now, I like, can, I feel like me saying is horrible how many I have, cause it's a lot. I want you to say it, say it. I think it's way too many. I think I probably have about 19. Holy shnikes. And how many of those are stragglers? And I get it. The thing with stragglers is they're still occupying brain space. Yeah. And I, I, I'm a very, I know people are going to think I'm a to-do list person and every single project has a to-do list and I'm mm-hmm. crossing off and every single Sunday or Monday I'm writing a new to-do list and I'm modifying it. But it's, is it handwritten? No, I have a checklist of things I do every Sunday. It's a two-hour process. It's not, okay, it starts on the computer and then it does become handwritten. It's, it's stupid and I'm trying to simplify it, but I'm the same way. But yours is handwritten every, every yeah, time? every week. It's a handwritten to-do list. And, I, and it's, it gets messy. I, I just, I have a notebook. It's my Bible. Same. Yeah. Every, <laughs> every and I handwrite in it. And I'm adding more things and I'm crossing off and it's getting modified every week. And it also includes things like errands I have to run and yeah. just things. Um, Cause there's no, I'm an efficient person and there's nothing I hate more than having to go to a client downtown and knowing that I have something to return from CB2 mm-hmm. and not doing that in one shot. So yeah. I would always like look at my list Same. and try I to make the best of my trips. Like, yeah. Yeah. Um, I'd say maybe 
I think about half of my clients are stragglers. And then I also have, and every designer runs into this too, major construction problems on some of my jobs right now that we, they're supposed to move in ages ago and they're not wrapped up. So I have, I'm like, I'm booked into 2020 That's to start, incredible. to start new jobs. But you know, what's your, what's your head thinking? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's okay. Um, uh, I have to do it too. I actually noticed sometimes when I record the intros that I have that noise too. And I finally realized what it was. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you're scheduled into 2020, which is mm-hmm. How it's amazing. So I'm not a stressed person. You aren't. No, I'm, I don't, I don't know why. I just feel like life. I'm very, very easygoing and I'm, I'm super type A, but I'm also for whatever reason, able to roll with the punches. So that's great. So you sleep well at night. You're not in bed going like that to-do list. Oh shit. I sleep well at night. Wine helps. (laughs) And... Not every day. Really? I'm, I'm fat. If I had 20 clients, I'm tired. I, I would be. Asleep. Yeah. No, I'm like, <laughs> oh my God, I have to do this. I have to do this. I have to do this. Obviously. Um, and I, I do work like I was in Muskoka for two days. Yeah. What am I doing this weekend? I'm working for two days. Okay. That all, okay. You know what I did the other day? I'm like, Sometimes I feel guilty for working. I feel like I'm always doing something related to my work all of the time. And then I was like, hold on, why am I going to feel bad? Like I, I try to shut it down at 8.30. I'm like, I have to be in a bathtub at 8.30. That's like my Perfect. bath time. Yeah. Watch That's my your new tub. Right? Yes. Looks it's great. Like a, it's so deep. It's so glorious. And I love <laughs> it. And so I the, literally earlier this week, I said to myself, because I, I feel guilty and I was like, oh, I shouldn't be doing this. Like I should, I should be balancing more. And then I was like, you know what? Like if you talk to any successful businesses, they'll tell you how many hours they had to put in early on and still how many hours. And you know what? Like, it's not like I, I'm upset that I'm doing it. I enjoy organizing and creating processes. And sometimes that's what I'm doing. And it's like, so I feel better knowing that like you're working on the weekends too. And it's just, there's no such thing as work-life balance and whatever, it's whatever works for every individual person. And as 100%. long as it's working, then whatever. Yeah. And I also, like, we meet our deadlines for the most part, I hope. Every once in a while, obviously, yeah. something happens. I try to take one day off a week where I don't yeah. work. It doesn't always happen. This week, it's not going to happen. I'm going to have to work both Saturday and Sunday. But that doesn't mean I'm not going to go out for dinner Saturday night. Yeah. Or whatever. Yeah. Um, but... And it's not going to be the nice part about working on the weekends. I also find is my phone isn't ringing. Oh my God. There's no email distractions. There's no email distractions. And I'm not getting called by every single house with questions. Mm, From like the contractors and stuff. Yeah. And to be honest, that doesn't happen that often, but I'm the kind of, if if they need me, I am going to do everything I can to be there to not Mm -hmm. postpone the process. So, you know, you're called, you're called away from your desk. So I think at the weekends, there's definitely, I think designers need a desk day. Yeah. It's a good desk day. Yeah. Even I love if it's, a desk even, day. Even if it's filing, even if it's getting organized, whatever it is, I like starting my Mondays organized and knowing what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also, this is just something I started to do a few weeks ago. And I was like, you know what? Designers can work from the couch. If I need to look for inspiration, yep. it can be from the couch. So I, as of recently, have just, I said to my husband, like if we're on the couch and we're watching TV and I'm not even paying attention, I'm looking at my phone, like why aren't I on Pinterest? Why aren't I flipping through books? Why aren't I looking at magazines? Because, you know, you just don't know when the mood is going to strike you to Absolutely. want to design a kitchen. Or, Absolutely. You know, there's a house I'm working on now, and I, I spoke to this client this morning. I'm struggling with how we're the, it's a it's a weird layout. It's a new build. It's a weird layout, and you know that's why they hired me to help them figure out the layout. And I'm trying to figure it out, and I feel like it's just one of those moments when you, yeah, okay, this something is what we're gonna do. Instagram, yeah, like something unlocked. Something just sparks it, and I. Ext- they're not in a rush. He just wanted to check in with me today and say like, how's it going? They have all the plans they need for now. Mm-hmm. It's really just this family room mill work 
furniture layout that's a bit weird. Yeah. And I'm just like, listen, it is not, the idea is not sparked yet. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I've been trying. <laughs> and I think for him, it was more just like, well, how many hours have you been trying? I was like, not that many hours. Don't worry. <laughs> I'm like, we're not raking up the bills with like, yeah. Me sitting at my computer pondering for eight hours and then yeah. he'll get a bill. Um, <laughs> I'm like, it's been not, I'm like, basically it's been 10 minutes. You're, he's like, wonderful. Oh my gosh. Even though the, hilariously though, my brain is actually still going a lot of times when you're not being billed. A hundred percent. I'm in the yeah. car when I'm, you know, there's also like our brains are pretty much working all of the time on these projects and they're not being built for that. Um, okay. You have 20 clients. Yeah. How, okay, first of all, how many, and it's great because you're relaxed and you're chill, but I'm always like, I have like a checklist of myself that I want to make sure that anybody on my client list, like they get something from me every week, whether it be like some form of an email, just something so they know like I'm thinking about you in some way or another. With 20 clients, are you... Are they like calling you because they're like, I haven't heard from you? How are you managing... That many Every people. once in a while, yes, but very rarely. If anything, I feel like I'm chasing them, being like, hello, let's keep going. Where are you? And um, how do you manage 20? Okay, like now in my mind is more blown now that I keep thinking about this. Managing like a reno all the way down to furnishing, like the amount of steps and with 20 different people, whether they're in stragglers or not in different phases, like do you do this all in a calendar or is this all on a checklist that you have to figure out what you're doing that week to make sure you like, how do you do that? <laughs> I don't know how I you do it. I'm right very, you have to be incredibly organized to do this job, no matter who you are. And I really, really am organized. And obviously I'm sure things slip every once in a while, but for the most part, they really don't. I'm very, but like, how are you organized on it? I will also say in case this makes it any better. I think two of my jobs are two houses per client. So there, there's less clients. So you have 18 clients. I have a couple um, parents slash kid combos, like two different jobs, but I'm doing the kids and I'm doing the parent. Oh so goodness. it's funny. Yeah. But are you putting this like on a calendar that you're looking at? Like how? Of course. I have everything on a calendar. So it's like on, a, on a calendar, like, uh, like, like Google calendar, iCal. And it's just, that's how you, or do you have some special thing that you're using? I have no special things. I would love to use special things. I don't have the time to learn how to use the special things. I feel like I'm like, I don't know how you do your invoicing and stuff. Basically my dad, who was my accountant who fired me, as his, as he's like, I can't do your work anymore. You have to hire someone real. Yeah. Um, like I, I just started invoicing via computer system. And did not just, but it, 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 it's been probably, it's been two years now, oh, okay. but it seemed like I was late to the game. Like how I was invoicing people was insane. I was like creating my own invoices oh, and yeah. sending them out and I did that to like two clients early on and I was like, well, this is stupid. Cause then I'd forget to change the number at the top and I'd send an invoice. So, so are you using QuickBooks or something? Fresh I'm books? using FreshBooks and I'm, I think I'm actually going to switch to QuickBooks. But again, like, I feel like I just learned how to use FreshBooks and I don't even really know how to use it. Yeah. And you know what? I don't even use it to its fullest capabilities, QuickBooks, but it's an easy enough, like whatever. But okay. What about purchasing for you? So when it comes to, okay, how do you set up your projects? You're doing a renovation. Mm -hmm. Is the contractor the one that's ordering all the hard finishes? You're just specifying to him or are you ordering that too? I'm ordering them all because I'm a controlling person and need to order them all. Controlling person. Um, well, I'm, I'm the kind of, I'm the kind of person. And honestly, I feel like, I, I think I'm actually getting stressed out talking to you. No, I'm actually, but you. I'm the kind of person I am going to look at your hardwood floors to make sure I like what I'm seeing in the boxes. And I, if they're okay. engineered, I am going to the, to, I'm going to the back of the stone shop and making sure that the stone that if it's a natural stone is the color I want. Yeah. Right. I can't, I can't rely on the contractor. No, that. no, that I totally get for sure. So I'm ordering, I'm ordering a lot, but obviously it depends. And now I have preferred contractors that I love to work with and it depends on how they want to make their money. Cause 
Like it really depends, but like if I'm able to handle the stone fabrication, the glass install, I want to handle as much as I can. But then there's certain certain things that I'm like, no, this is the contractor. I don't want to do that. And if you tell me right now that you don't have, that you're not, that you're doing that manually without a system, I'm going to shit myself right now. Is that what you're about to tell me? Or do you have a system? No system. Which one do you use? I use Ivy, but oh, I, I had Ivy. I had Ivy for one month. I don't know if Ivy is good for hard furnishes. I have, or like, I, it's for me, it's great for furnishings. Do you know? I, just, I find, how are you managing all this? How do you find learn spreadsheets? How do you find learn? Like for me, it's the time to learn how to do it. That obviously, if I if I put the time, I don't. It's not my thing. Yeah. Yes, I should absolutely learn how to do it, or I should hire someone. Yeah. Who knows how to do it. I'm honestly, I, well, I need it to. doesn't seem like a pain point for you though. So for me, like I am very, very, oh, no, we waste a lot of time because there's a, there's a major, I was just talking about it this week this week there, there's a major disconnect between ordering the product mm-hmm. the product coming in and then me sort of not knowing if it's here or not. Yeah. So there's a, I should be, it should be updating faster so that I can just go to the spreadsheet because I get so many emails or somebody will call me or somebody will email my assistant and say, your chair is here, your this is there. And then I have to keep track of all that. Mm-hmm. But, but yes, I have a lot of jobs, but they're, some of them are full houses. Some of them are a kitchen yeah. and they are at different stages. Yeah, so it's yeah. not like every single job is at the stage of install Yeah, that I would, I couldn't do it. Oh God, no. You would lose How many life. installs do you do in a, in a month, would you say? Oh, my gosh. It depends. It really yeah. depends. Um, um, it's usually quite staggered. And, and an install t- to you would, might also include, like, tile installation. Would you call that an install or, like, kitchen? Like, what, what do you consider an install? And this is, like... for When you say an install, I consider it furniture. Yeah, me too. Okay, good. Just check it. Because, like, I um, feel like... Because a kitchen... Like furniture to me, I try to bring in as much furniture as I can on one day. Same. It, it doesn't always happen, right? I said to my, one of my clients today, we're redoing, we're de- I'm decorating. She bought a beautiful new home or her and her husband and their family bought a beautiful new home. I'm decorating. You know, we're putting up applied moldings. We're putting up millwork. But for the most part, it's decorating. And we just, her living room is the room that we call the dump. Because I'm just like, a rug's coming today. Three rugs are coming today. Your counter stools are here. Because I'm just, she's at, she's at home right now. I'm mat leave. I'm like, it's just easier. Yeah. But she's like, you mean the nicest room in my house where it's just now collecting furniture? Yeah, it's my own little personal warehouse. Up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I was going to ask you something. So we were talking about, um, yeah. Oh, sorry. But yeah, I use Ivy because I'm, I'm like, obsessed with efficiency and process and and the minute something feels like stressful and um like the like the process was was messy or I know that this is the exact same thing that's going to happen again I'm like I need to automate it turn it into a system find something that helps my life be easier because that just helps me sleep better at night because I have like high anxiety so like we're opposite so that's probably like why I'm so hungry for it because it, it eases anxiety for me. But so do you keep everything? Like I have binders for all my clients. Yeah, me too. Do you keep, but do you keep everything digitally in a file too? No, I'm, I'm not super clean about files, but I have like a drawer, a binder. I have an email folder. They're all like on dockets. And then on my desktop, I have a folder and I try and then I have like a, like in my Evernote, which is where I keep all the client notes. And I try to, I try to keep that's the part I find it's a little harder to, to make sure this is digital and here too. But as, between those items is where I know I can find the information that I need. Mm-hmm. But it's not that's definitely not like super clean. What's happening now? You're hearing my staticiness or whatever it's called. Yeah. See, this is the thing. That's why I put my hair back. But um. But I am fascinated right now by how you are doing all that. That's freaking insane. I feel like, what's that? 
It's crazy. And I, I, yeah, it's crazy. I think I'll, I'll throw my husband under the bus for this one because we're doing this massive renovation. And because my salary is more static and I, I actually, I turned down a lot of, quite a few jobs. Well, Um, you should send them my way just saying. Oh, uh, (laughs) good. Absolutely. Um, (laughs) If they're fit, you know, Um, but right now I'm up for anything. He's like, stop turning around, turning away jobs. So I'm, I'm really hustling right now. Yeah. But this and is, this is more than I like to have. That? What was the shift for that? You were just like, you know what? Oh Doing my, my renovation. Oh, because you got to make yeah. that money. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, because yeah. I got to make the money. And oh, obviously, um, like I turned down two jobs last week, but I still would, but I'm more open to more right now. And, you know, I'm very honest with people. And sometimes I say, this sounds amazing, but we need to start in three months. Mm, yeah. And some people are but, like, that's not going to happen. I want to do yeah, that. But a lot of people wait. Yeah. Or more people wait than you would think. Cause you that's know what? Amazing. They've, they, in their head, they've already been waiting for five years and they're finally ready to bite the bullet. Like what's three months. And you know what? There's a, you get two types of calls. You get people who are willing to wait and then you get people who need their house done in three weeks, which is not realistic. <laughs> it's well, I think, you know, I think it is realistic. And there's actually, I don't, do you know Stacey Cohen? Yeah. Oh, she has her new product, her new. Uh, it's amazing. Like, I don't know. I don't know how she does it. I don't know how she's going to do it, but she it's amazing. Like, and a, like a I've small heard, soccer team working for her. Like, but I've, I've already said, I've had people message me and text me or whatever. And I'm like, you should talk to Stacey. When you, when you get lead inquiries and you say you turn them away, do you first find out you only turn them away once you kind of hear a little bit more about what the project is? And do you, are you getting on the call with everybody that reaches out to you for the most part? Yeah. So typically if you reach out to me via email, I'll send you an email back basically saying, um, I want to talk more. I need to know where you live because not everyone lives in Toronto or surrounding area. And I get inquiries from like, I don't think people look and see where yeah. I am. And like, I'm like, you're in California. Like, wonderful. Yeah, sure. I'll fly to California. Yeah, are you going to pay and for it? <laughs> and you'll pay for it. Yeah. Um, so I, first of all, it's where you are. What's your budget? What's your timeline? And, do, and please send me some photos of your house via text or email. And let's hop on what like, I call, I don't really say this to them, but like a discovery call mm-hmm. of... I want to hear more about your job because I get a lot of emails that are almost seem fake. They're not, they're not fake, but they almost seem fake. And it's very, it's like, hi, saw you on Instagram. Love your style. Can we work together? And I'm like, yeah. Okay. What, what is your job? Yeah. Are you real? (laughs) Are you trying to scam? Which is a big thing that's (laughs) happening. Well, sometimes it, it's, it's not, well, Yes it hasn't happened to me. And then sometimes I'll respond and it's, it's somebody who's like, I saw your website and I think you need a rebrand. Let's work together. And I'm like, no, I'm no, we're done. Um, but, but sometimes we're not done. It really, for me, it really depends on, I could be in the mood for a rebrand that day (laughs) or or I could be over it, you know, depends if you happen to get me the same with, I feel bad. So like, I get a lot of my clients from Instagram and I do try to post really eh? a lot. Yeah. Like a good, lot, lot. well budgeted clients. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Um, or inquiries or, you know, whatever. Yeah. Instagram is a very, very, very good tool for me. And I try to post a lot. And to be honest, like on days when I'm not as busy is probably when I post the most and it seems crazy, but on days when I don't post anything, it's because I literally have not one second and forget to take a photo. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure every designer is like that. Um, you kind of lost my train of thought. So sorry, you were, we were talking about Instagram and they send the inquiries, I feel like. Oh, so we, no, I still don't know what I was talking about. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh yeah no I got nothing oh, well, well we'll get back but I, I mean, what was I talking about you were you so you were telling me that you Instagram is where you get a lot of like it's really good for you I find that from my experience with Instagram is 
those people are like tire kickers who like they reach out, you respond back. They're all, Oh, this is what I was going to say is that I feel bad because people will write me on Instagram. And basically if I'm in the moment and I'm on the couch or I just happen to be, my phone is in my hand. I try to be very quick at writing back and I try to answer their questions. Sometimes their questions are crazy and they're like, Just very specific, very, very specific. How big is the baseboard? Where did you buy it? How much did it cost? Um, What color, you know, and and it's not, if somebody messages me and says, well, I love that paint. What is it? I'm happy to share. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But there's, there's a couple of people that I've had to cut off strangers. That is just literally when I scroll back to the amount of questions they've asked me, I'm like, so I just designed your whole kitchen. (laughs) basically there's a fine line there's a fine line but I I do feel bad because I get a lot of messages and I actually I know I miss a lot of them because it's hard yeah it's very hard to keep up and I feel like if anyone is listening to this now and you have ever sent me a message feel feel free to prompt me if I don't you know I I absolutely respond to people saying I'm really sorry I cannot tell you that if I feel like I have to if it's something very niche and my client we have done something very special. I'm not going to tell you where they got it. Yeah. But if it's something like, if it's something super, it's like crazy to me the how you already don't know where this chair is from. Yeah. Every designer in the world has used it. Oh, Listen, and you're referring yeah. to designers right now. No, I'm not. I'm returning. I'm, oh. I'm, I'm, okay. I'm, retur- I'm referring to Joe Schmo, like just people okay. on Instagram who don't want to hire a designer or, you know. Yeah. No, I get it. It's, it's, it's crazy. And it's, it's insane. Like what people, I don't know what they think. Like it's one, like you said, it's one thing to give a paint color, but also just, I don't know. And I'm not going to go dig for the information to give you this answer because that's not me doing work. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. That's a really, that's another really good point because there's people, sometimes I don't do photo shoots. Mm-hmm. until well after the job is done mm-hmm. or you know like I was just lucky enough to do a house and home video and I actually got which was awesome thank you um I got a lot of phone calls the next day you did yeah a lot but wow. it wasn't for people who wanted to work with me it was from people who honestly I used to be like this too who were savvy and saw the video and saw my company and got my phone number and called me and asked me where the tiles were from and called me and asked me what color the hood was and called me and asked me where the counter stools were from. And it was a little bit bananas. I think it was great. I don't think jobs are going to come from it, but I'm happy to share. But you know, there was other, there was people who I was like, I, I did a good sourcing job in that video. You just, you need to be a little bit resourceful and scroll down to the bottom of the video where it says sources and click on it. Yeah. You need to do some work before you then resort to contacting me to do work for you. Right. And it was, but but I I was really surprised by that. That is surprising. I was very surprised by the calls. Okay. So tell everybody where they can follow you on Instagram, your website, all that good stuff. So my Instagram is R T G designs with an S my website's www.rtgdesigns.com. Love it. Thank you so much for doing this. I, Thank so you. People, I didn't talk about this. I was going to bring this up, but I reached out to you a long time ago. And I was like, oh, I don't think she's really feeling it. And then, and then I met you. I don't remember how we ended up actually doing it. We met at an event. And is I that what we actually... Which it, well, yes. it, wasn't, it wasn't I needed. I needed you to push me. Oh, see, but I'm not going to push somebody if like, because uh, I my so I probably wouldn't have. Absolutely. And I, you never would have, but I, yeah. you know, I've had a couple of people reach out to me lately and say, are you interested in TV? Are you interested in whatever? I'm not going to say no to an opportunity, but I, I'm not really interested. Yeah. <laughs> it's but just, if you hound me, I might do it. Not hound, you know, if it's to fall in my lap, I'm not going to say no. I'm not an idiot. Like yeah. every opportunity is amazing, but that's not my end game. That's not my goal. I really love working with my, working with clients. But yeah. at the end of the day, if I am in five years, great. Yeah. I don't, but it's, that's, I couldn't have, I, I'm not thinking about that at all. Yeah. Zero. Cause literally somebody asked me to do something and I was like, I couldn't be less interested. It wasn't the right thing but it's not for me totally 
And sometimes it's timing, like you said, right? Yeah. Maybe even when I asked, maybe it was just like, because it's true. You, I mean, we just can't, there's a lot of shit that falls on our plates. Emails, like you said, we we can't say no yes to everything, right? Absolutely. Or like, I know your Maryland dentist thing was amazing. They, They contacted me a few years ago and it ended up being, it just wasn't the right thing. And it's a, and, it was a lot and it of wasn't, and it wasn't even me saying no. I think it was just like a mutual. This wasn't the right thing at the end of the day, anyways. Yeah. But I absolutely would have gone on Maryland Dennis if mm-hmm. it worked out. Like I'm not yeah. going to say no to those kind of opportunities. They're amazing. Of course not. And like you finally realized that this Real Talk Design podcast was an amazing opportunity. You just couldn't say no to. <laughs> but I think it also, and this is this is nothing. I think that I don't. You you didn't ask me over the phone. No, I was over Instagram. Yeah. And I think like I met you and you're lovely and this just feels like we're having a nice phone call. You know, I think think it's true. Yeah. Well, people don't realize like, um, it's hard. I found it and now it's easier, but it was really hard for me to connect with Toronto designers because nobody knew who the hell I was. It's like, well, what podcast, like what the hell is this? So now people are hearing a little bit more about the podcast. So they're a little more likely to kind of listen. It's like you said, we talked in person. Well, we had the same, we had the same intern. I know. Yeah. That's how I found you. Uh, That's how I found you. Yes. There you go. So it's like a full circle moment, but okay. Thank you so much for doing this. Thank you. Thanks for having me. How lovely is Rebecca? So we're obviously BFFs now. She just doesn't know yet. But I really love when I just chat with people, like a normal conversation every now and then. You just got to have a normal conversation with another designer and and kind of share experiences. And she, I mean, how is she juggling that many clients? I don't care what she says. That's some impressive shit. I know, I think she said she's just got like an assistant that might be even not fully full-time and that's amazing. And the fact that she sleeps at night, incredible, just incredible. I, I wish whatever she's having, I'm going to have some of that so that I can sleep better at night. But anyways, I hope you enjoyed that. If you are ready, it's going to be time. So I got a submission, which I'm going to read to you. Hey, it's Oshri from Adri and Delman Interiors. And I'm sorry, Oshri, if I butchered that. I'm a pretty glass full kind of person. So my complaints are always accompanied with humor. Every time an issue arises, I text my partner, Jillian, and I find myself cracking up at the ridiculousness of the situation. Today, A client messaged us asking when he can expect his chandelier to arrive. While this sounds like a totally innocuous question, it was funny to me because he never paid his invoice. After telling him we do not purchase any items before we get the funds, his response was, well, what's the return policy? So many red flags here, but I hope it turns out okay as I told him he basically better like it or he can visit the showroom in the city to see it in person. As I'm typing this, my rant is sounding pretty lame. No, Oshri, you're good, I promise. I also wanted to let you know that I totally relate to what you were saying while you were curling your hair in the bathroom. The wallpaper looks great, by the way. I started this business with my partner two and a half years ago, and it has totally changed my confidence. Honestly, I thought working was not for me as I hated every job I had prior to taking a break from working to have some kids. Listening to podcasts like yours has helped me realize that I am a businesswoman and I love that feeling. I also like that my kids see me running a business. My son had his friend over the other week and as they were finishing up a snack in the kitchen, he turns to his friend and he says, yo, okay, I added the yo, you need to wipe your hands. My mom is an interior designer and our furniture always has to look really good. Thank you, Oshri, for submitting that, guys. I, As I read these rants, I'm not going to elaborate on them. That is not the point for me to feed into them, other than to say thank you for the kind words, obviously, that were included. And I want to encourage you to submit your own rants. Reminder, a rant does not have to be negative. A rant 
unfortunately has the perception of negativity, but a rant is basically just talking at length in an impassioned way about anything. So Oshri here talks a little bit about something that she was feeling not so good about, but then also turned it around with something super positive. So please send me a rant just like Oshri did. I will read it or you can actually record it just like Jackie Harper did in a couple uh, couple episodes ago. You can send them to admin at michellebennett.com. If you enjoyed this episode, guys, please subscribe, leave a review. It always makes me feel warm and fuzzy. If you want to follow along behind the scenes, so you're probably wondering, what is she talking about, Oshri, Michelle, the thing you were talking about while you were curling your hair in the bathroom? That sounded a bit weird if you had no context, but basically I have a Facebook group called Real Talk Design with Michelle Bennett, and that's when sometimes I just go live and I just go on. I guess you could call it rant about whatever is going on, and I think I was talking about just how amazing it felt to be running my own business and the amazing confidence it's given me over the last three years. So if you want to be in on the loop there, go follow me at Real Talk Design with Michelle Bennett on Facebook. That's all I got for now, guys. I'll see you next week. Bye. This video is not going to ever be shown, correct? God, no. No, I just find it easier to talk to people if I could see your face. You know, no, I don't disagree. Yeah, I no, I don't. Trust me. I never use this. So. I don't have enough hours in the day. So I literally just took a four minute shower. That's fair. Here, here I am. Yeah. She, okay. Well, I'm going to describe your hair right now. It's very luxurious. <laughs> it's very 